Not to show weakness. Mama taught me how to lead and not to be sheepish. People taught me not to trust because they keep secrets. Culture taught me how to fight, keep breathing. Never taught us how to grow and how to pay taxes. Ain't gonna teach us how to trap into the state trappers. Love ignorance so much that I hate rappers. Feel this whole shit congested like bay traffic. I can still feel the warmth of my granny smile. In third grade, getting roasted for my hammy downs. We used to sneak and get high at my auntie house. We had to live to get by, no daddy's round. It always seem to get worse before it get better People say they wanna change and never give effort People still bump their head when they know better My reflection's so flawed that I grow better yeah. Fuck rap, I got a real soul Real hardships and real goals Real responsibilities and never will fold But bitch, I stand tall like a field goal I gave it everything I had with the hope of the work We a check from 10 City if we let on the first Stand strong for my people, can't show that I'm hurt you ever lose so many people that you thought you was cursed? You ever lose so many people you thought you was cursed? Come on, man. Come on, man. Let's let's talk about it, man. You ever lose so many? You ever lose so many people you thought you was cursed? Yeah. You already know what it is coming out no, of there, Oakland. There's, man. there's always been a, a time, I think, in everybody's life almost, man. where there's been plenty of deaths. You know what I'm saying? Happening back to back to back. To back. And you don't know what's going on. Is it a curse on the family? Is it a, you know, what the hell is going on? So, trust mm. me, I, I done been there. Been there, done that. Yes, sir. Shit, man. Yeah, you from Oakland, you know, that's, that's every day. Hey. Every day that started, <laughs> that end with a Y. So, shit. <laughs> Whatever day that is, you already know, man. But. Like I said, bro, that was let, – let me go ahead and get this podcast started, man. You already know who, what it is. Who, who was that song that you introed with? Man, you know what? I know y'all watching tonight, man. We got a special one for you, man. We got L-O-E Gino, and that's L-O-E Gino, not Lil Gino, not Lil Gino. Nigga, that's L-O-E Gino, man. One of the hardest rappers from the Bay Area, one of the hardest working men that I've personally seen on this IG shit. I've seen him when – Nigga was going to the studio and making straight bullshit to making the shit that we just heard, you know what I mean? And that's that perseverance that you see in these rappers and these people that a lot of people don't have. Niggas just think because they got a little clout and a little fame that they can make it. Yeah. It's that work ethic. So, again, man, that was LOE Gino, Bulletproof Bourbon. Please follow him on IG. It's LOE Gino, YouTube, LOE Gino, the whole shit, man. Y'all know what it is. Yeah, he, give me a, he gives me a, a, yep. a J. Cole... Mm-hmm. A J Stone, yeah. somewhat of a nip kind of feel, but you know what I'm saying. I like that he, he's he's that spoken word. He ain't talking that bullshit about guns and drugs, and you know what I'm saying. So I I, I really uh, one respect that, and I'm yeah. glad he can you know rap it on a on a on another level. And that's what we need in this world, man. But with no further introductions, y'all know what time it is. We gotta we gotta introduce ourselves, man. Who who I got in the building tonight, man? Who I got? You already know it's your boy John B, aka uh, Sunglass Shouty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's up, Rilo? What's happening? Hey, I'm I'm the big guy with the white T-shirt on. Cause this guy here <laughs> talking about white tea. You know, nah, this is Rilo, man. You know, and just finished your twelve eye shit, but I'm in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? For the one time, what it is? What it do? Oh, oh shit! Damn. Uh, Wait a minute. Let me uh, let me get ready for y'all, man. I gotta introduce you know myself, man. Right? Hold on. <clears throat> y'all know who it is, and y'all know who it ain't, man. It's that Playboy from the Bay Boy, the one and the only. And when you ever at night and you lonely, you know who to call. It's Young Sife. And behind me, I got my brother, the one and the other. You feel me, Jay and this bitch, man. Shout out to that New Orleans one time, man. Ain't that Nola? Oh, yeah, got, got a shout out to Nose. Is, is that J singular or is it J? That's that J A Y, nigga. Don't ever this. J Y. No, bro. We got I just wanted to know if it was a three fingers or, or uh, anything else included inside fingers, of that. Three fingers, man. Every single time. Is it with two J's? Or Every single time. I just want to, I want to make sure we get it right when we put it on there. Y'all stupid, man. <laughs> so, 
Man, I'm glad to be back with y'all boys. Anything but irrelevant. Back with another motherfucking episode, you feel me? With the realest sound bites. Yes. But real quick, I wanted to come to y'all. We was talking earlier in the week. This is something I just thought of. We was talking Mm -hmm. earlier in the week about um, mental health, checking on each other. He sent the morning text and all of that. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So first off, I want to check up with Mm -hmm. y'all. We all go through shit on the daily. Even that song that just came on, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? People, People be having... Family deaths and everything like that reoccurring. <clears throat> that being said, I want to know how y'all feeling. You know what I'm saying? Kind of on a mental level, physical level. Where you at? Kind of like on a, on a one to ten. How, how y'all feeling, bro? You want me to get in that? <laughs> Go ahead, baby boy. From, I hey, mean, baby. What the fuck? He called me baby boy. Man, I, I don't, don't know what the fuck is coming. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, baby. But looks, uh, man. My honest, uh, my honest assessment of how I feel, bro, it's always a 10 when I'm with you niggas, man. Y'all niggas really lift me up and y'all make me feel better. Coming to this podcast, seeing the people that support us, seeing the people that's here, seeing the people that ain't here. Uh, shit, nigga, I'm always at a 10 when I'm with you, you feel me, my brothers, man. Uh, when I'm not around y'all, you know, maybe like a 6, 5, 4, but nigga, every time I'm here oh, doing this. Six. <laughs> you said six. My birthday's July 6th. So yeah, I, just, seven, I just wanted six. to throw it out there. Seven, you know. six, man. You didn't say the number six. Seven, six, man. <laughs> seven, six. But nah, man, I felt good. How you big? How you feeling, big, right? How you feeling? Big homie, what's going on? You got a lot going on right now. 12 what's, hour what's shift. No <laughs> comment. <laughs> I'm not the best right now, man. Uh, you know, life is funny. So, uh, but I'm here, you know what I'm saying? I'm here, I'm grinding it out. I'm here for the podcast, here for the fans, here for my boys, man. So we doing and, and that's exactly what 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 this fucking what this platform is used for. You know mm. what I'm saying? You yeah. ain't good. So after this, we gonna talk. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna get uh, that shit right. Hey, bro. Because right now in these times, it's not okay to not be good and just be just dealing with it internally. You feel me? I feel you. So you know what I'm saying? I want to make sure we we open as brothers. You yeah, know what I'm man, saying? Sure. If there's something I can help you with, you know, I'm right here. You, you feel me? Yeah. Same with Scythe. Yes, sir. I just want to make sure we all here for each other. Appreciate it, bro. And and, and, and doing the right thing. And we uplifting I ain't gonna us cry. black men. I ain't gonna oh, cry. Drop that tear, nigga. Cry, Drop what? that tear. We talking about it. Hey, nah, and, 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 and this is a shout out to the I Am Athlete podcast where they got a little sentimental oh, yeah. themselves. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh yeah, with Chad. But, boys, but they really do 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 like a checkup. So you know, I, you can say Biden or whatever. But I really want to check up on y'all because we go through. For sure. So, like I said, we are gonna talk after. We'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. We'll get that shit right. Oh, yeah, um, where are we starting at with this podcast he today? Is though? Big bro, he's the oldest in this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's big bro, man. That's big hey, bro. Man. Uh, shit, man. If you already been here, you guys started early in the live. I want to get straight to it, man. Let's get on these cougars and let's get on these sugar daddies and let's get on these motherfucking stereotypes immediately, nigga. First, first thing first, man. I've been peeping game. I watched the Osley Brothers, the Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, that, that shit was hot, bro. Yeah, they, that's they, that, they, that's they, real they, baby making music right there. And you know what? People I felt the way about the R. Kelly shit. Believe me. <laughs> People <laughs> felt the way when his song came on. People really was. We getting that another time. Shit, my whole thing with that, man, I was I was on Twitter. I was on Instagram. And I seen a lot of young ladies and a lot of people commenting, oh, yeah, Ron, Mr. Biggs looking good tonight. Mr. Biggs, I'll give it to him. I'll fuck with him. And I said, I was like, hold on now. Wait a minute. Let's talk about it. Because Mr. Biggs' wife is only 27 years old. If I'm not mistaken, Mr. Biggs is 70. I think Mr. Biggs got kids older than his wife right now. So, I have never heard not one woman utter, say a single word about anything that when, you feel me, younger women, basically, you feel me, talk to older men, it's always, he's a predator, he's a manipulator, he's an abuser, but but yet, when a, when a, you feel me, an older woman talk to a younger man, it's like, gone girl, Stella got her groove back, mm. good shit girl, like, tired of it. Yeah, shit. Is it is it is is we criticizing or is we basically talking shit about motherfuckers who are 12, 15 years older dealing with younger people or is we only doing it when it comes to men? Hello, let's talk about it. From yeah. my from my from my point of view, it's only from the men's perspective. 
women all the time. Shit, I see it daily, fucking multiple times a day. Everybody talk about getting mm-hmm. a sugar daddy. Hmm. It, and, and that's the thing. See, see, they always play it off as making a joke. Ooh, I need my sugar daddy. But, but in, in reality, they they look they serious about the shit. Yeah, they like, are. If, if they had that opportunity, they would take it in a heartbeat. Heartbeat, G. We know that <clears> shit, though. That shit always. But, but that's a problem for us. You know what I'm saying? So, do you look at the older man and say, uh, he a predator or he, you know, like, how do you look at the older man? How do you know it wasn't the female that engaged that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because that's what they be looking it for. really be. And then when you think about it, so this kind of takes me back to Kevin Samuels. So these, these, these women want older men, right? Sugar mm-hmm. daddies. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they got the money. And mm-hmm. We were just talking about this last podcast. Speed up the process. A lot of us, mm-hmm. a lot of us aren't where... Where women's standards are making money wise, right? Yeah. You know, we, we, we still working. They they don't want us they don't want to work. So we need to be making that money to make up for it, right? Yeah, they don't want to be there on the construction. They want to be Ex- there on the building. When, when it's done, yeah. right? I, I'm going to quote our, so, our, our own little female. She said out of her own mouth that, you know what I'm saying, if you're going to go, th- Mrs. Dre, I know you're probably watching and you're listening. She said out of her own mouth, she said that shit. At this point, why deal with someone, bro? Because you're going to get the same type of troubles and problems. She, that's, she says it so much time. She says, why deal with someone who's not financially stable, who's not financially giving you something? Because at the end of the day, you might as well get, what she say, compensated for your troubles. <laughs> right. But that always comes with consequences. You know, every decision you make comes with something. It might not be good. It might not be bad, whatever. But every decision you make comes with a consequence. If, you, if you're trying to get... With this type of person, they probably have standards. They probably have rules on how they live life because mm-hmm. they got to where they at by doing it their way. Yeah, they're not about to change their guidelines and everything to make comfort for you. Yeah, that's one of the biggest things that's always fucked up when they try and do that. And then they be like, "Oh, he treating me doing this," but you signed up for it because you wanted that type of life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's it's plenty of females that I, I know. That are with somebody because they don't have nowhere to stay. Hmm. You know, they don't they, because they don't want to work. They be with people for uh, for the convenience. Exactly. But I can play a little bit of devil advocate on that. You don't think men do the same shit? I shit. I can say I'm all on my own. I can stay with somebody just off of the strength of convenience. Just the fact that I know it's comfortability. Oh, so you hunt for people like that? Never in my life. Well, that's what we're saying. Okay. So, did you take? Did you? Did you <laughs> what, was was life. it? Was it taking advantage at this point, or was it just she was willing to help? You knew she would help, type. Or was it taking advantage of? It, it see, started see, off. That, that's it, it, it. Makes it started off as like she was helping. You feel me? She kept helping. She she always lended out a hand. She always wanted to be there for me. And then, I mean, I can be honest with myself, at a younger age and a younger thought process, it got into, well, how much can I really get from this one person? And when it became to that point, then you can say that it became usury. started milking it, basically. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I mean, I quit my whole job because I knew that she had us. It's just as simple as that. Like, why continue working? When you got someone on the backside of you who's literally lifting you up, paying your shit, and then on the side of that, you can go work and get some extra shit, make a little bit more money on the side, and she don't really want for nothing. You try to get her flowers, she like, no. You try to get her a car, she like, nah, I'm okay. You want to take her out to dinner? I could pay for it myself. At that point, you stop even offering you shit yeah. like that. Like, uh-huh. so, okay. That's always different um, when dudes... Stay or use or whatever you want. Yeah, we're going to use, use, you know what I'm saying, use a, a older or chick around the same age, you know, for uh, beneficial things. It's, it's usually until I can get one on my feet. But, man, them chicks be trying to do that shit for a lifetime. You know what I'm saying? And when it look like it's about to end, oh, a baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just see, I've seen this shit, like, happen multiple times. Like, it's like a, 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 a what, what's the a transcript? Not a transcript, but a manual. Uh, how to how to get them, how to travel, yeah. and, and, and make it like it's it's weird. Like why is that shit normal and it's okay, but it's not okay for uh, a dude to 
to like something, a, a certain type of woman, and, and, and be cool with it. I mean, shit. I, honestly, bro, I don't think there's no woman on earth that actually gets a man because she wants to be with a man. It's always something about what she do. And I was talking to my brother back in the car. I'm starting to get on the same philosophy they on. Mm. Uh, women always, ain't no women getting with you because she want to get with you. It's like, what do you bring to the table? What do you give her? It's never, I love you. I like, I love you, Rallo. I love you, John. I want to be with you just because I want to be with you. You already know what I mean. I ain't. Gonna, I, ain't I, I got too many. I got. Too, I got too many women on my track record to worry about that. I ain't gotta say that one. But I'm saying, hey man, the thing is, when you when when women do shit like that, like you say, it's always. And we've talked about this so many times. It's always, what can you do? What do you do? What is something that you bring to yeah. me? Yeah. It is never, ever, ever. I'm cool with that. Uh, uh, you working on yourself? I'll be there with men. We can have everything. And I told a lady before, she like, you got to have your own car. You got to have your own house. You got to have your own food. You got to have this. You got to have that. I said, what do I need you for? What are you going to bring to my life that's valuable? And the one thing that she said to me, true shit. Mm, Don't say it, bro. (laughs) Swear to God. Don't say it, bro. Swear to God. (laughs) Swear to God. I'm about to say it. She said pussy. It's pussy. Shit, dog. Damn. And she was dead the fuck serious. I said, the only thing you could bring to me is pussy? <laughs> nigga, come on, blood. Nigga, who? Nigga, man, let me stop, man. But who don't got pussy? <laughs> like, you feel me? What is, what's pussy? You look good? Exactly. You look good? It's another bitch that look better than me. Come on now. So, so how do y'all look at women who are young looking for sugar daddies? Because they look for them. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, how do y'all look at them? Do y'all? Is it like? I mean, do do you judge it? My opinion, it it is is what it is. It's it's their own prerogative. It's it's their own. It's their own situation. I I don't. I don't judge people by based off of what they got going on. I focus on what's going on in mine. I might not be a fan. I might not do that. It's not 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 be my flavor. You know what I'm saying? Something I condone in, but. No, I'm I'm never judging anybody for what they do. Okay, have you been with an older woman? Yes. How much older? So wait, uh, damn, that's a good question, man. Huh? Uh, <laughs> Before I get into these comments, yeah, how much older? How much older? Uh, we don't have to say ages. No, how much older? Yeah, just say the the year difference. Okay, how old was God damn, <laughs> So look, so uh, 20 someone, years. Somebody in the comments just said that men and women use equally. Do y'all believe that? Because in my own opinion, I don't believe that men use women as equally as women use men. Because with women, it's not only... Men, we mostly know what we want. We want you to look good, and we want you to have sex, and we want you basically to be in the house when we're there. Mm-hmm. Men don't want much. Women want okay. looks. They want you, Man, we said this shit too many times. Women want way more check, than Check men. this out. They, they, they way. want a whole check, check this out. Sorry. Bible and shit. Literally. As I get older, it's not that we don't mind getting used for our shit. Yeah. Well, for me. I don't mind. I want to. I want to provide. I want to be that that guy that you can always count on or just whatever. I just want to be appreciated for what I'm doing. You know, even if it's the small shit like taking the fucking trash out, you know what I'm saying, or uh, changing, you know, making sure your, your car is, is tuned up. You know what I'm saying? That's not something I'm required to do because it's your vehicle, but I make it my problem. Mm-hmm. Because it's important that I'm taking care of you. Yeah. So again, back to the comments, and this is a man by the way that's saying this. He say men use for pussy a bed to sleep in, roof over the head. So my only before I and get a back car to, to drive. Before I get back to that, to what he just said, I just said when I come in providing my own car, when I come in providing my own house, when I come in providing my own bed, when I come in providing everything that you need as a living necessity, besides pussy, what can you offer me? And, like, how many women are saying this is what I'm offering you besides pussy? Like, seriously. Oh, so it's a very small percentage because that, I mean. In today's today's era, this woman, yes. But 
we look to women as, you know, caregivers. We look to them. So we this is where we be sensitive at right here. We can speak into their ear, you know what I'm saying, shit that we, we don't want to leave bottled up, you know, and, and when we go out into the world, that seems to be the what we use it. But as of lately, that's not what we've came to. Uh, the women that we talk to, that's that's not their role anymore. The role is to they're actually like it's like a job. It's a it's a okay, I clock in at work, then I gotta clock in when I come home. You know what I'm saying? I got to, okay, what you need me to do? And then if I don't know what to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, why don't you know what to do? I can say one thing about this person that's commenting. I know him personally, like really personal. And I've seen him literally be that type of provider. And if I... You know what I'm saying? If I'm going too far, you think that I'm saying too much info, information, I'm sorry. But I've seen him be that provider. I've seen him provide everything, give a woman uh, everything that she needed. Mm-hmm. And it was still not enough. And even, like, as he's commenting right now, I'm just like, you know, like, I understand his point and I get what he's saying. I get what he's saying and I get what the point that he's making. But it's like, even when you experienced it in your own way, in your own form of fashion of seeing that it's not an equal dynamic, mm-hmm. why do you still advocate that it should be equal or that it is equal? Because it's not. And then I've seen it on my own eyes. Like, the, the situations and shit, that's not equal. It's not. Is, is it equal to, to say that a man provides who, who elevates your life? This man elevates your life. He makes the situation better for you and your kids, make it better for the whole family. And yet you're still not satisfied or you still want to, like, in, in like, uh, fucking not decline, but, like, just you still want to bash him for something. Like, with women, and this is my own personal opinion, and I will say my own personal story, the women I dealt with, I just never felt like it was ever satisfying to them. Mm-hmm. Everything had it was always something else, and that's why I can yeah. say like this is why I say it's now not equal between men and women because with men it's literally like we are we can sit right there and be like that's enough mm-hmm. that's it like you did everything we needed on our list we checked it off even as we grow in age we'd be like that's enough right there you did what you had to do women for some reason five years ten years down the line they have a new list. And you now have to go to that list and you still now have to abide by that list and you still have to do what you used to do on that list. It's too like it's not equal in that sense, in that way. Basically, their standards are always changing. Yeah. Yeah, they grow. Um, They evolve. Okay, we grow, too. Our standards don't. Truth. Right. That is true. I, 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 I hate you, man. So I basically, we'll never basically be enough for women. There's no. always going to be something else that we need to do. We need to change. We need to adjust, get better at whatever. It's, well, well, I mean, we'll never fucking see eye to eye. That's that that is truth. I mean, what what do we? Um, what do you guys look for advice? What you mean, brother? Advice in relationships. Uh shit. I'm gonna be honest. I mean, my shit toxic. I don't. I don't <laughs> <laughs> my shit toxic, nigga. Where, where do you uh, look for uh, advice? In relationships? I don't. I don't look for advice for relationships. I learn from past experiences, mm-hmm. and I take that shit with me, which can be toxic. So within. So yeah, yeah. I guess you. I look with most women talk to other women, right? And then they come to you. That's why they always ahead. <laughs> like they ain't just thinking by themselves. It's like fucking five other heads thinking, and then they come to your ass, and you, you're not ready. <laughs> oh, no count. You're not never ready, man, because they all looking out. And that for might themselves. be a reason that we can sit here and think that why women always think they're right because they're always talking to women. And if they do talk to a man, it's usually, no offense, they gay best friend or even a nigga that's really trying to smash them and that's going to tell them anything that they want to hear. Tell them what they want to hear. And so it's like women always have a fuck, not a fucked up view of the relationship. They always have an opinion and a, a fact that's like, you're right, girl. Get mo. You right. And it's like with niggas, like, shit, if I came to all y'all and I came to, to Rallo, 
on separate occasions off this podcast, be like, this is what happened in my relationship. This is what I thought. And he'd tell me on his own mouth, like, I, I don't know, nigga. You could be possibly wrong for that. I come to this nigga right here. I can tell him, he like, eh, bitch, you need to get your shit together, bud. Like, he was like, nigga, shit, you might be, you might be acting like a female. You might be tripping. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's the type of people that I have in my life. One thing that I don't do if we're talking about relationships, I do not ever, ever, ever put my mother in my relationship. Ever. When it comes to problems, mm-hmm. I, will, I, will, I will show you off. We'll go to all the families. And, but when it comes to my mom... You're never going. I'm never going to go to her. And so many women, I I'm made, a mistake. So many women go to their mom about their relationship because it's at the end of the day, you know that you're going to forgive her. Even when you go to vent, you're literally going to what vent to get this off of your chest. Mm-hmm. When you go to your mom, your mom don't look at it like that. Your mom look at it, that bitch ain't shit. She trifling. Mm-hmm. Leave her the fuck alone right now. I hate her. And even when y'all get back together, y'all at the motherfucking family picnic, and she looking at your your girl. She she ain't fix your plate. Mom, I'm a grown ass man. She ain't gonna mm. fix my plate. Well, she back in my day, they used to fix plates. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, they definitely have a, a different outlook on everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I like I've ha- I've made that mistake. I made that mistake in venting and sharing shit in a relationship with my mother, and it and it being your mom's like. You'd be like, all right, nigga, fuck her. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ha- you favor your mother. You know what I'm saying? What she think, even if it's wrong. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've done that. So I, I can say, yeah, that is not the fucking way to go. Uh, don't ever talk to your, your parents. I mean, I mean, yeah, because they always going to take your side. Yeah, and of course. That's why I hate the, that. You know, I, I, my mom say this all the time. No, no girl is ever going to be good enough. You know, for us, <laughs> like water, to them. she got that water boy mentality. Yeah, hey, that's what my mama had all her life. Oh. Did the devil what? <laughs> no. All my life, bro. No cap. <laughs> Every female was scared of my mom's, bro. She, she didn't tell me that plenty of times. No woman's ever gonna be good enough for you, or you know, whatever. Hey, somebody got to do right. Yeah, hey, yo, man, that should be. That's too why I'm funny, out here bro. thirty with nothing right now. Just. Hey. Not- <laughs> Shit, mama keep getting it done. Shit, I don't care, nigga. I, I, should I still be chopping up with moms every day, man? It's a regular, man. I mean, but because, like, it's hard to find that type of loyalty, that type of... Yeah. Like, I can I can put my faith, my, 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 my myself into a mama because I know she's going to always have my back. Yeah. Even always. when she mad, bro. At even, all times. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when it's bad, like, I just did some fucked up shit. All right, nigga, just make sure you... I, I, bring your ass over here. I'm going to help you out, but yeah. I, don't do that shit no more. You know what I'm saying? But you do something wrong with they man. They trying to find everything. Just like what Kevin Hart said. He's like, yeah, that's why your ass peeing in the bed. You know what I'm saying? Are they ready? Y'all ready to run that shit? Hey man. Hey, look, man. It's a special part of the podcast, man. The one and the only. I told y'all later, and I told y'all earlier. We had a special guest tonight, man. Uh, Shit, can we get like a round of applause right now for LOE Gino in right now, man? Hey, can you hear me? Turn it on. <laughs> My boy got the sound effects in this bitch. Gino, can you hear me? Yeah, bro. Can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. We can hear you, man. How you doing tonight? I'm good, bro. How y'all feeling? What's happening, Gino? What it do, baby? What it do, baby? Yes, sir. Hey, we glad to have you on anything but a relevant podcast. You know what I'm saying? You my first, first guest ever. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's, I'm glad to have you. Hey, man, shit, you already know it's like this one. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm honored, bro. Thank y'all for fucking with me. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, I was listening to your music earlier. I got to give you your props, man. Uh, I don't know who's shooting your videos, but the shit is dope. Um, oh yeah! I, shout I, out to Vigilante. Vigilante, hey! Shout out to Vigilante because nice. hey, them videos is dope out there. Hey, yeah. y'all check them videos out because that shit live. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I like yeah, I like the little you. coffee shop uh, concept video that you had. I forgot the name of the song. Uh, it's coffee shop. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's coffee. It's, it's called, oh, it's called coffee yeah, shop. Okay, hey, for real. Hey, check out coffee shop on YouTube yeah. by yeah. Leo Gino. Because uh, that that motherfucker is hard. I like the concept of that video, and that that shit hit different. Man, but uh, no, you know what I'm saying. I'm glad my boy Sife, you know what I'm Sorry. saying, brought you on. You 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 from Cali, huh? Hello, hello. Yes, sir. You here? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, yeah, yeah. You from you from Cali though, right? Uh, yeah, I'm from the Bay, from Berkeley. Oh, okay. So that's that's the tie you got with Sife, huh? Yes, sir. 
Yeah, yeah. What's up? What you got for him? No, what's up? Hey, man, no, we don't want to waste your time, man. But uh, shit, you know, you already know what it is. <laughs> me and you, we rock out from there. You know I'm saying, but uh, first thing first, bro. Um, I put your I put your music on anybody that'll listen, man. And one thing that I was telling before you even got on the podcast is that I really commend is your work ethic, man. Like when you first started your mixing, your production, and even your style, it was like it. it you had a vision. You didn't really, you feel me, know where to go with it. But I feel like over the years, you've really found your, like, niche and you found, like, what's really works for you. Like, can you explain, like, how that process went for me? Uh, Shit, bro. I mean, you know more than everybody, but, I mean, you know, like, just like when you starting anything, y'all starting with this podcast, it's just constant repetition. So, like, if you work at something every single day, eventually you're going to get better at it. And everything on just come together a little bit more. You know what I mean? I feel that. And then yeah. even even speaking on that was I was saying. Um, so like, what was what was like your motivation, like your musical influence, or like the reason that you even started rapping? Like, why did you pick rapping as a genre, or why did you like why did rap attract you into the way that you did it? Like, what you you been what? Uh, shit, we was sixteen. Which you ten years in the game now? Ten years. Damn, that's crazy to think about. <laughs> Bro, you you, you want to know what really motivated me? Yeah. You telling me that she was tighter than me in this Donner <laughs> class? <laughs> hey, he said he was colder than you? <laughs> Bro, he, yeah, bro he's, he was so serious. <laughs> put, it put a little fire up under you, huh? <laughs> it's still the like truth. It's still the truth, man. Even though you were up, man, you already know I'm always ready for the smoke, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nah, but, nah, bro, but, um, man, just just not really being able to uh, express myself, like, not knowing how to express myself right, right. as a person, right. for me, and uh, music just changed that for me. See, and then I, I like the fact that you said that, because, I mean, again, like, you know, it's it's hard to do this interview and keep a straight face, I know you, but, man, like, growing up, we both were pretty much, like, introverts at, in a way, like, you know what I'm saying, we had a lot of people, we, we talked to a lot of people, but... At the end mm-hmm. of the day, if you've seen us in public, like we were to ourselves, we were to the you know I'm saying to the neck in the Bay Area term. Yeah. We were we weren't really, you know what I'm saying, trying to be the scene or trying to make the scene. So like you doing music, like I I just like I always hear in your music how you introverted. Like tell us like how the fuck did you get the courage? Like, because that's actually a motivational shit for people that's listening. How did you get the mm-hmm. courage to like Stop being an introvert and be an extrovert and actually come out with music and put yourself on the line, make these videos and stop being, I guess, like even somewhat insecure in your own head. Like, how did that happen, that process, bro? Um, shit, bro. Probably like mostly growing way more comfortable like with myself. So, yeah. like, yeah, I'm an introvert. I still am. But like, I could be an extrovert in any, I could be in any situation now. And I know that's for sure because of music. So, like, the process was just like, just, I mean, I don't even really know how to explain it. I'm for sure still an introvert. I very much like my space. I very much like don't feel like I'll I be feeling like I don't be liking being around too many different energies. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, at the same time, like just you have to in order to get things done, yeah. in order to meet people like you need people, not even just business wise, but in general, like. You literally need people. Like, um, they keep people keep you creative. People keep you keep you. You know what I mean? They teach you. They they teach you what to do or things you could do. What what not to do? Motivate you, so on and so forth. So it's like just growing more comfortable in my introvertedness for me to be like, all right, bro. I damn near could be an introvert in an extroverted ass setting and nobody won't even be knowing. You feel me? Yeah. That's true. No, I feel you a hundred percent. My partner, my partners, they be calling it floating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you pretty much adapt floating. to your environment. If you, if you need to be yeah, that exactly. extrovert, yeah, you can, but you're an introverted style. That's kind of how, how I am, kind of how he is too. Mm-hmm. But you kind of got to step out of that box and, but it took you to be comfortable with yourself to mm-hmm. to really be able to speak those words and hop on the track and for us to even mm-hmm. hop on this podcast and mm-hmm. start putting out content to the world. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got to be comfortable, comfortable with yourself first. Mm-hmm. I respect that 100 yeah. percent. Who were um, who were who were some of those those artists that you listen to and kind of draw inspiration from if you do? Good question. 
Uh, early is J. Cole. Yes, sir. Yeah. Early is J. Cole. You know what's crazy? Like, um, I don't, I don't really look up to any, I don't really look up to any rapper. Like, um, just like songwriters in general is kind of what I look for now. Cause like, I don't be looking at, like, I don't be into telling nobody's story but mine. Right. So like, I don't, I don't, I don't, it's like, I can kind of make a distinction. Like, all right, I would say, I would say this, you feel me? Like me personally from like my point of view, but I like, I look to like a songwriter, somebody that like makes good music. Like how did they fit these words here? You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. that's more the type of, that's like, that's really all I'd be taking from when I listen to music now. Like, why is the music good? Mm. Um, so like, I really don't even listen to a lot of rap. Like it's, uh, I listen to a lot of like melodic stuff now. Yes, sir. Um, but I'm on this but early, <laughs> early it was like J Cole, um, Tupac a lot. Hell yeah. Uh, Kendrick. I used to love Wale. I don't know. Why, okay. Man. Everybody used, used to man. love right. Wale. Yeah, but, hey, man, look, man, it's a personal little backstory, man. Man, this guy, bro. Right. <laughs> we used to be on the radio together, right. and we used you, to you, beef <laughs> over this shit, man. But, right. You would not say that. You used to say Wale was weak, man. You were snapped. I, I was snapped. I'll take that. But you, you didn't give J. Cole enough credit back then either, though. So we both were the same He was snap. my favorite rapper. We was both snapped, though. Oh, my mama. He's your favorite rapper now, but you used to damn near say Wale was better than J. Cole at one point. I, I, I could have never rock with that sentiment in that statement ever in my life. I thought J. Cole I mean, was the greatest thing on, ever. I'm going to keep it solid, bro. What's great about Wale is like his way of breaking down things. It's, mm-hmm. it's hella. People don't. People, people, J. Cole can't break down like certain situations the way, the way Wale could. So like, Especially like in relationships and shit. So, like, even just talking about that, that's, like, that just leading me into, like, pretty much your last two questions. We don't want to hold you up long, but um, the comparisons, right? You in a field mm-hmm. when you get compared to this person, to that person, to this music, to that artist, to this artist, to this person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a nonstop mm-hmm. comparison, and it's a nonstop, like, this person is better than that. That person is better than that. Like, as an artist, bro, like, how do you stay sane? And when you're thinking, like, do you think there's any competition with you? And if you do, like, do you have any names that, like, you in competition with? Like, truly. Uh, maybe I used to, but I feel like I might have just been in competition with myself. There you go. So, like, <laughs> so, like, so, like, um, just, like, that whole, like, being comfortable with yourself. You feel mm-hmm. me? Bro, I, I, I don't know, like. Right now, and it hasn't been reflected in my music because I haven't started rolling out what I'm about to roll out. But like, I'm in a space now, bro, where it's just like I make what I want to make. I don't even have an issue with it no more. I haven't had a writer's block in months. I've been able to knock out the most, sure. the most amount of music that I've ever been able to, and I feel like that's mostly just because I don't really. I threw everything else to the wind. Like I put so much into music, caring and all of that shit. It's like, bro. I'm going to just make music and let everything else fall. You feel me? I don't feel like I'm in competition with nobody. I don't, I don't even know who I compare myself to. You know what I mean? Like yeah. even like peer wise, it's like, I don't care about none of that no more. I genuinely don't like. Mm. That's good, yeah. brother. That's good, brother. So look, leading into that, man, I mean, do you got any news for us to say? Like any big news? You got any album releases? Any baby? I mean, you got any album releases? You got any? <laughs> you got anything good to tell us, man? Like anything coming on in your life that's good? Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. So um, I got a project that I'm dropping. I haven't rolled it out yet, but I say it here. I got a project dropping um, yeah. May, May 22nd. May 22nd. Mm-hmm. It's called Sufi. It's a um, it's an acronym for show up for yourself. Okay, mm. I like that. Yeah. Rush. Um, and y'all getting the exclusive here? Like, it's not out there yet. It's not common knowledge or nothing like that. Um, but yeah, so I'm dropping that May 22nd, and then October 5th, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to have a kid. Ah, yeah. man. child. And so that's like the <laughs> biggest thing in my life right now. Yes, Listen, sir. Hey, congratulations on that one, big dog. Man. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate wait, it. Wait, wait, Paul. Before we leave out this, man, you know I'm a I'm a connoisseur of your music, man. So one of his <laughs> songs, bro, uh-huh. it was called Burning Sage. He said he used a condom, Plan A, 
Cause he don't do no plan B's. Y'all got you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So how in the hell do my nigga? What happened to Plan A before you had this baby, man? What, what did where did condom go when you had this baby, man? Did it break? Shit, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I, I found like the right situation for me. You right, right. Less than that. Yeah, I mean, so, man. You know more than anybody. Yes, like, sir. Yeah. Man, that's a beautiful situation, man. We, we on here always talking about relationships and how to get things going, you know, between man and woman. And when you finally get that right little piece, boy, man, it feels so goddamn good. Mm-hmm. Keep that shit jolly. Keep it rolling, man. Don't give up on it. Hell, yeah. Man, it was good to have you on here, Gino. Um, Hell, yeah, bro. Thank y'all for having me. Man. For real. I'll come back, bro. I- I'll be a, a, a what's it called a little guest, a continuous <laughs> guest or something. Continuous guest. Hey, we'll have you on. Like, I ain't gonna lie, you, you got me off of three videos that, right. that he sent in the group <laughs> chat real quick, and yeah. I was like, yeah, this dude cold. I gotta follow him. Yeah, and, and make sure I keep up with his music. Um, sure. Congratulations on the child again. Do you know if it's a boy yeah, or a girl yeah. or? Uh, nah, we're gonna do a gender reveal. Um, I think in like two months. Okay. Okay. Well, congratulations yeah. on the baby. Right. Um, and real quick, just plug yourself, plug your IG, all of that, all your music and stuff real quick, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, L-O-E Gino. I'm on Instagram, L-O-E dot G-I-N-O. Uh, L-O-E Gino on everything yeah, yeah. else. So, yeah, follow me, man. All right, Gino, man. It was uh, a blessing to have you, brother, man. Is it cool or is it not, man? You sent me some unreleased fire. Is it okay if I play this one time before we, while we end this interview, man? Oh yeah, bro! I thought you already did. Yeah. Oh no, you. man. We already we played that bulletproof bourbon, man. That's what we had to play. <laughs> that shit. You already know. That's yeah. Well, yeah. We started the podcast with the bulletproof bourbon. Bro, now we're gonna get better. into the new track. So we're right, gonna take sir. a break. Yeah. Drink up. Yes, gonna sir. Listen to this Gino <laughs> new track. Introduce this track for us, big dog. Oh man, this right here is called Gino nah, Jackson. Nah, not man. you. Oh my bad. Introduce like, this track for us, big dog. I'm, you I'm, own. Like, I'm, I'm a big dog too, man. Just because he had the gym don't mean nothing. But right, go ahead, bro. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, it's called um, Apple Jacks, oh, and it's stemming from it's stemming from bro uh, Keith telling me I look like the nigga off the Apple Jack box. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out Keith! Shout out Apple Jacks! Man. Shout out Apple, Apple Jacks! Man. Man. My mama never let me eat her Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks, bro! <laughs> Swear to God, man! I appreciate you coming on, and we'll talk to you again for show. You feel yes, me? Sir, man. Yeah, man, for sure. Y'all have a good one. Too, All right, brother. Gino. Yes, sir. So, man, you know what I'm saying? Y'all just heard the interview. You already know what we're about to lean into. This is actually called Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks. And it's a quick little interlude right here, man. Let's, let's get it. Quick break. Enjoy that. Be rich already, what's the hold up? I still like my cheese with the bubbled up cold Cause life dealt you out a bad hand So what? You gon' make some out of yourself or you fold up I've been catting on my own mind like I don't know much Like I'm inadequate Or I need someone to believe in me Only opinions of people that achieve with me Fuck you, it's on me just to see it in me Nigga off the Applejack box, I'm surreal If you don't let go of your past, then you won't heal But he flipped a brick with a seal that had no seal He a legend like my granny oatmeal uh, Baby on the way, I'm on the road to see 80 can't expect a change if you content with being lazy All a nigga need is enough cheese to be gravy If I could, I'd play the corner like my name was Champ Bailey I was nice, all my hoes think I was a meal ticket Till we went out to lunch and I didn't get it Even if I did have it, shit, we could split it Even if I did have it, nigga, no tricking You should do the most to not feel attached Getting me to open up, I used to feel attacked Empathetic, each emotion made me feel collapsed Found love, now my pantry always filled with snacks Frequency going up, bitch, I'm up on the moon I don't talk, but I probably know the most in the room I've been sipping on this Remy like my name is Papoose Bitch, my team needs some rings like a baby raccoon I ain't gotta do shit to look here, act cool Fuck you and what you do, I'm content with my room Maybe stress is my doom, no, my best is not bloom Any nigga talking down, not doing shit to my mood I got niggas that I love that want the worst for me And I'm knowing it's the fact they doing worse than me Burn sage while I search for peace No reaction, nigga, I just keep learning like my third degree Berkeley myth like Keith with his cow degree Nigga, we don't got limits like Master P Bitch, I'm flawed, I'm trying to master me And I promise that I'ma stay myself till they time for me Time keeps slipping away, slipping away, slipping away, slipping away 
slipping away, slipping away, slipping away. Time keeps slipping away, slipping away, slipping away, slipping away, slipping away, slipping away, slipping away. Time keeps slipping away. Listen to it, but uh, yeah, that shit was it, it yeah. sounded live. Yeah, nigga, I, was, I was focused, <laughs> nigga. Like, you see my face? Yeah, like, you ain't move, he ain't move. Y'all was like, yeah, nigga, I took y'all was just over here in the trance, just like, bro, that's that, yeah. that beat to do it to you, man. Shout out to them producers. No one give producers yeah. enough credit, man. Yeah, I mean, our producers have made most niggas' careers. Yeah, he point. delivered, man. He, he definitely delivered mm. uh, uh, on every bar. Every bar, he, he, he came in with it. He uh, it didn't sound like he was writing, you know what I'm saying? My nigga don't. You know what I'm Sometimes saying? he don't. Sometimes you know that's that's that. That's why my name's Sykes, man. That's my brother, man. Sometimes we don't and need the right. What was that song uh, you was playing earlier? That bulletproof. Um, it, I I heard pain. I, I I heard. I can feel it. You know what I'm saying? I can like the story. You know how you push it out. So that was pretty cool. The one thing that I can say about him, and you know, um, and he speaks on it again. The reason why his name is Gino. It's because his mom's name was Gina, and she passed away in front of him when he was eight years old. That's what we should have asked him, but we ran out of time. I mean, uh, I forgot that. Well, I didn't forget it. I just, we ran out of time. It's all good, man. And um, like I said, man, back to just him as an artist, man, I, I, I could say I know that he's my friend, and, you know, we've hung out and we did everything. But still, man, even if we didn't know each other, his music touches me. I listen to his music. I know word for word his music, and that can go with just being supportive. But that also goes to him just being a dope ass motherfucker, bro. And um, again, man, shout out Gino, man. Thank him for coming on to the show one last time, man. I hope y'all heard that song, man. That shit was, man. shit was fire. <laughs> yeah, 
Robinson, bro. Um, something that we should talk about is the value of friendship. Not somebody you, you hit up when you're trying to go out or somebody that, you know, you went to school with or somebody at your job. Like, somebody that's always, that's always there. You know, set an example, even when you bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about it on podcast. I'm talking about it. <laughs> Get off this motherfucker. That's when you hit that motherfucker and it hit your back, nigga. <laughs> I'm rejoining this bitch. That's when that motherfucker <laughs> hit your back. You need that coke, huh? What did the five finger say to the face? <laughs> Slap. You <laughs> <laughs> oh, stupid ass, dude. Nah, I'm good to go, man. That was good. Cool. That was good. Today. The value, value of friendship. I mean, we're gonna touch on, or we just gonna just end it off with that motherfucker. I wanted you to say before we end off this area. I just wanted you to say I want this to be the closing, and we ain't gonna discuss or nothing. But like what you were saying with family, even friends, I can go into what you were just saying. Niggas always want to hit you up on the holidays. They want to hit you up. Oh, me up. Oh, I just want you to touch on that for the people one oh, time. And tell oh, us your opinion on it. That's your closing statement, man. Oh, I mean, um, yeah, I brought it up this morning. Um, you know, Easter Sunday, you know, was yesterday. And, you know, I got invites, you know, to go to places. And, you know, make sure you go there. You know, it's like mandatory, you know, like. Urgent to go and hang out with your people that you haven't seen all fucking year. Hmm. But they've been going through some shit all year or um, shit me. You know, like they, nobody know. You know, they don't know my shit. They don't even, they don't even know my fucking birthday. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I don't know what your situation But for me, I, nobody knows because they don't try to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know my people's shit. I know their birthdays is. I know where they at. I know where they stay at. You know what I'm saying? Everybody going to Vegas, shit. man. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, um, it's, 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 it's always preached and pushed. Just like church. You know what I'm saying? We push to go to church and worship, you know. But same thing with holidays. Like, we supposed to spend all this money, you know, what, $150 on fucking food and soda water and shit. When somebody in your family is probably struggling, you know, fuck the, the shit that's killing you because they're meeting shit. Kid. Go help them. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they probably need somebody to call, you know what I'm saying? But nobody's calling. Nobody's check, just like you fucking did just earlier. Like, nobody's actually caring and doing the family shit that used to be in, you know, uh, from what I what I know. Like, my grandma Ruby is a soldier, like. Straight like that, man. She took care of me with her long 10, 12, you know, job. She took care of me, but she she led that example, and she led that through my mom. That's why my mom is the way she is, and that's why I'm the way I am. When I have my, my friend, y'all not friends. Y'all going to forever be my family. People I have in my life, is it, 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 I don't, I don't, I'm not looking for friends. I'm looking for brothers. I'm looking for soldiers. I'm looking for people I Family, man, and that's what I call y'all. I, I don't, it's it's never really. I know him for like what fucking two months, two months. I was like, yeah, this my nigga. <laughs> it wasn't even no. I didn't have okay. to don't do no other shit. I, nah, this my nigga for life. You know what I'm saying? Right. Same thing with my nigga. Like it just was like that. You know what I'm saying? That's what I. That's what I. That's what I make my own family, and I show example, especially what I'm gonna do for my son too. Yeah, but I feel like that's been lost. That's been lost in in. In the generation before us, and in in, in, the, in the middle somewhere, it got lost to actually practice being, you know, those family values, man. Mm-hmm. Pushing it along, man. Like it, it, fake love sucks, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not with the fake love shit, dog. But but do you think it's just because everybody gets caught up in their everyday lives? No, no. that we don't necessarily reach out. I used to think that. I did like I, 
I used to think. Oh, so, man, so, so when those when those holidays come around, it's like, oh, okay, that's family time. Like, let me link up with the fam now. So that's why we get together only during, not vacations, but during yeah, holidays. But so you talking about that in between time? In between time, that shit's more important than that. Cause think about it. In that in between time, before you guys reached with each other, or whatever. That person could commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Or shit, doing so bad, they go rob somebody and kill them, and now they first in charges. Now, that's his own problem or her own problem. Mm-hmm. They they put it on themselves, but they felt alone. You know what I'm saying? And so many times in, in, in our life, we always walk in this path alone, man. And even when you try and reach out, yeah, it's like it's stale. Shit, it's stale and it's never like, it's never, uh, 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 like approach like, oh man, I got your back or even you do that one call and then that's it. Yeah, like that connection is gone. Like, like I, I, I feel my bros. You know what I'm saying? And my, my, my friends. You know, my girlfriends. You know that I have whatever. I feel them. Like when I mean by that, like spiritually. Like I know when something's wrong with y'all niggas. Like. Because I'm connected to y'all. Like, yeah. you know, I make it my business. You know what I'm saying? Not even knowing. I know when this nigga, like, when we was at work, I knew when this nigga was tripping, bro. Like, he was mad. I, I was like, I'm going to leave that nigga alone. Don't talk to him. Let's let that nigga talk to me, bro. As I knew, I could feel it. You know what I'm saying? It was just, it wasn't, he, he ain't got, he can come and smile. You know what I'm saying? Cool, just chilling. But I knew something fucking this nigga. Then when we talked, we like, hey, bro, woo, woo, woo. I already know. Yeah. But I'm listening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go ahead and talk, but I, I felt it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what you're saying is just going back to that that type of um, spirituality or that type of connection that you get from people, you need to constantly be in contact yeah. with them. Yeah, man. It's practice that shit, man. Yeah. I mean, if if, if you if people are religion, you know what I'm saying? That Jesus was like, you know, if you're a Christian, you know, Jesus was like that, doc. You know what I'm saying? He he checked up on everybody. You got uh, uh, Muhammad, you know, uh, the the prophet uh, from, uh, you know, the Quran, uh, Muslim. Same there. You know what I'm saying? Same thing from there. Practice what you believe in. You know what I'm saying? Don't just, oh, I'm going to choose to repent. Uh, I'm going to do it. No, do every fucking thing that, that you're here for, like, that's what I do. That's what I, I, I practice it every fucking day because that's the right way to go. I know if I died today, today I I, I I'm okay with it. I gave everybody all of me. I mean, and at the end of the day, when you when you put it that way, it's the same way I feel. I don't feel that I've ever left anything unturned. I don't feel like I've ever left anything. Not touched or mm-hmm. anything. I think that I did what I needed to do. That's why when it comes to, I guess, like death and shit like that, it, it scares me because sometimes I think the only reason why death scares me and makes me scared is because I think that I didn't do enough. Even though I feel like not I the did. Unknown. Yeah, I, I feel like I did, but no, the unknown don't scare me. It used to scare me. I used to be terrified of death to the fact where I tried to stay up. I'm in there, but it don't scare me no more because at this point I'm, I'm calm. Peaceful about it because at the end of the day, it just means that I'm in a better not in a better place. It's like people like to say heaven or something like, but mentally, like you gotta see how like drastic this shit fucks with our mentals, our emotions. Like that moment that you just literally when they say rest in peace, mm-hmm. you're at rest. Like when you sleep, you're at rest. You chilling. That's how I feel, and that's how I think about death. I'm chilling. Mm. I'm resting. I used to have an ideology to that. So there's a billion stars. And there's a new star that is made, like, shit, I think they said, I don't want to be wrong, but, like, every five to seven minutes. And my ideology was that every time that someone passed, it would be a star that turned into a star. So the person that you think of the closest, so mind you how many stars it is. Mm-hmm. But when you look in the sky, you can always see one star or like a couple stars that brightest and they shine the most to you. When my sister passed, I used to have to always think that the brightest star I saw was my sister. 
And every time I looked into the sky and I saw it, I felt like shit was okay. And she was looking at me and she was feeling my energy. Mm-hmm. Because a star shines. It's bright. It gives you light. Mm-hmm. And even in the, that's why I love stars. Even in the dark, a star brings light to you. Yeah, it's, it's kind of cool that you bring up, you know, energy or whatever. Because that's your outlook on it. And what I've been researching in my new little journey, uh, yeah, energy doesn't never die. It don't die. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's how I've come to uh, cope with uh, death because I know that my spirit will still be here. My uh, my energy it, it, it's never dying. And that's why it's like, like sandstorms and hurricanes and uh, I said hurricane uh, hurricanes. What's that nobody? He fucked up too. He said some words. I'm like, hey, what? Hey, I fucked up. Fucked up with some words, bro. Yeah, but hey, I'm gonna just you gonna agree with this nigga? Yeah, you gonna agree with this nigga? Hey, nigga, I was like, this nigga saying he lotion. Yeah, you gonna agree with this nigga? He ain't say emotions. He said he lotions. I ain't said he lotions. And nigga said he lotions now. He know. said he lotions. He didn't say emotions. He said he lotions. Now I'm like, what the fuck is that? Nigga nigga yeah, nah, yeah, just just messed up one, and I was like, I let it go, but I, yeah. God damn, yeah, I did. <laughs> hey, you fucking up, bro. Hey. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that grill was <laughs> got you tonight. Man. Anyway, hey, we on to the next part, man. Come on, man. y'all ain't gonna get on my line tonight. Not yeah, tonight. Nah, we, we on. Not tonight, y'all not. Shit, man. What hey, y'all just talking about, man? Just nah, say. this was a good one, though. Loved it, bro. Man, we got, that, we got that first interview out the way. Yeah, it was cool. It was amazing, man. Death is... So, look, man, I'm reading my comments. Someone, she said, uh, pretty dark skin. Someone once told me, death is the easiest part of life. And then I listened to the 50 Cent. He was always like, shit, death got to be easy. Cause yeah, life I was going to say hard, that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's how I feel about death, too, man. And then, uh, you feel me? Potent personality said, death is the beginning of your new forever. That's different. Mm. I never heard that one. Though. Mm. I never heard that Say one. Say that again. Man. We gonna leave that there. <laughs> shit. God dang it. What, shit, what that, shit, that shit was deep, nigga. I ain't never fucked right now. Death yeah. is your new forever. That shit nice, man. I like that one. I mean, before we dip off, man, we gonna dip off on the podcast. But That's cool. We still on live, man. What do y'all think, man? I'm gonna ask a question, bro. Anybody who on here, man, just type a question. What do y'all think about death? Are you scared of it? Are you terrified? And why y'all get that thought simmering? We gonna close out on the podcast, man. Go ahead, John B. Anything but irrelevant. Episode eight. You know what right. I'm saying? Uh, Kobe, no. you feel me? Oh, no. <laughs> Anything but a relevant episode. Yeah. Hey, we had the great interview by uh, by that by that boy Gino. You know what I'm saying? Coming with, I ain't even gonna say he a rapper. He an artist. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's an artist right there. A lyricist. Man, go check that boy out. We got a, got we, we we featured the new track on here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That, Apple that project, yeah. that project is coming soon. Suffy, Suffy. Shout out to Apple S U F Y. Show up for yourself. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, You're gonna be having that dropping, man. This was a big one. This was a big one. Just, just another stepping stone in uh, the anything but a relevant staircase. You yes, feel sir. me? I'm feeling good about this with my Should boy, my more. boy Riley. You good? Yeah, I'm good, bro. We got two more. Any um, closing remarks? You straight? I ain't got nothing on my heart right now. <laughs> we appreciate you, bro. What's up? Where we at? Side close us out. <laughs> ah, man, I love it. Oh, Lord. Y'all know I got to come in and I got to be extra with it, man. So, look, man, it's the closing statement. But before I close Did out, Did you just man, smack your fucking lips? <laughs> the yeah, fuck was man, that? I, I, I put my oh. grill in closer, nigga. No, don't, don't do too much, man. My grill be slipping off of me sometimes. But look, man. <clears throat> he look like Country Wayne with the grill in. Oh, you be saying that nigga good. shit? I look, I look yeah, good. Yeah, man. I look good. It's whatever it is. Drill. Whatever drill. it is, I you look know, good. Drill. Drill. Look, go, Jesus is popping. <laughs> to the left of me, I got that boy. What's that man name, man? What's what's going on? Who's to the left? Oh, man? you already know it's your Who's boy that? John B, aka J B Z, aka Ooh. Sunglass. Shouted tonight. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And to no, the I left know. of that young man, we got the none and the only. What's going on, man? Shit, it's Big Rilo, man. Hey, man, blessings and peace out there, man. Oh, yeah. Hey, and what's your IG this week? <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> hey, I changed it up. I forgot that already. Now. <laughs> 
I mean, fuck y'all. Oh, it's hey. called Manu IG is lead amongst the woken. See, that I like nigga. that. I yeah. like that too, bro. Yeah. You, you was thinking about that you one. You feel me? Because y'all was talking of, shit about nah, me. We man. ain't talk shit, but you know what yeah. it is. To anybody that's still here, man, we're going to turn it back up. I'm going to send the link out. So we're going to have some comments. But, uh, we got to have some fun right after this. You know what it is, man. It's that Playboy from the Bay Boy, the one and the only. And if you ever had night and you lonely, you know who to call. It's the boy Young Sight, man. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Shout out, young Shout man. Shout out, Paul Gino. Pierce. Hey, that nigga is going through midlife crisis and fuck the Celtics Don't always and forever. Here, uh, Shout out, Kobe Bryant. Hey, he's tripping out here, bro. Oh, damn. Bro. Bro, shit in here, Fired by ESPN. Fired by ESPN. Already trending. It's already trending. This motherfucker goes over here slurping uh, ramen noodles. Yeah, bro. Hey, bro. Uh-uh. It's not ill, bro. Like, come on, bro. I ain't got to listen. <laughs> Really? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, are you gonna really say this? Man, we out. There, Anything man. but irrelevant. We gone. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We back in this. Hey,